from Ephesians chapter 1, 15 to 23. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Thanks, Betty. Good morning, everyone. Uh, I've never met you before. My name's Matt. It's great to be uh, bringing God's Word to you this morning. And uh, please keep your Bibles open there. We are thinking about um, thankfulness, because uh, that's the theme that we're getting into all this term. Uh, it's looking at a year of being thankful, uh, which leads to a life of being thankful. So that's what we're looking at. And this, and this morning, we're thinking about... Uh, what it looks like to be thankful for each other, uh, what it looks like to be thankful for each other here uh, in our church family and thankful for each other in the wider community here at Evans. I wonder um, how you go at that. I wonder what you, the kind of things that you do uh, to be thankful uh, for others. So that's what's ahead. Before we look at God's Word, though, how about we pray? Let's spend some time praying to God. Heavenly Father, thank you for your Word. Thank you that you speak to us through your Word. Uh, Father, we ask that you would change our hearts this morning, change them so that we would be thankful to you uh, for each other that we have here and uh, thankful especially for your son, Jesus. And we pray this in his name. Amen. So how are you thankful for others? Uh, What kind of things do you do to show how thankful you are for someone? How do you say thanks? Uh, Maybe you sing it like we heard on on the radio there on the clip. Uh, Perhaps you show how thankful you are for someone by buying them a bunch of roses. Or maybe you show how thankful you are for someone uh, with a box of roses. Uh, Obviously, Valentine's Day on Friday, and it was uh, estimated that $800 million was spent on Valentine's gifts. That's a lot of roses and heart-shaped chocolates, isn't it? Perhaps uh, that's how you say thankful, with flowers and some chocolates. Uh, Perhaps you send a card or a text message to show how thankful you are for others. Uh, Maybe you give them a hug to say how thankful you are for someone. Or if you're a bloke, maybe you give them a handshake and a side awkward kind of hug. Uh, Maybe you just say thanks to someone just by saying thanks and that'll do the trick. Or maybe you acknowledge someone publicly. You tell others how thankful you are for someone else and you praise them in front of others. 
Maybe you do free favours for someone that you're thankful for. Uh, you go around to their place and, and mow the lawn and do the gardening and clean the house. Um, you know, the kind of stuff that I can't really do. Maybe you look after the kids or do some ironing uh, for someone that you're thankful for. What is it for you? How do you show an attitude of gratitude for others? Uh, just recently, the way that I've shown thankfulness for others is by uh, giving them a bottle of wine to say thanks. <coughs> it's usually the cheapest bottle in the shop, but that's beside the point. Uh, that's how I show thankfulness uh, for others. So what is it for you? How are you thankful for others? Well, this morning we're going to think a lot about uh, being thankful for each other. And what we'll find from this part of God's Word is that being thankful for each other was actually more than, than just giving flowers. It's actually more than just giving chocolates. It's actually more than giving uh, cheap wine to someone. You know, as nice and as generous and as kind as those things are, today we'll see that being thankful for each other means praying for each other. Being thankful for each other means praying for each other. And so we'll see what it is uh, that we should pray for, for each other, and what it is that our prayers should be centred on. And we're going to have a look, a closer look, at one of the prayers of the Apostle Paul. And now Paul was a bit of a, a prayer warrior in his day. Uh, in most of his letters in the Bible, we usually find a prayer uh, that he's prayed for the people that he's writing to. And in this prayer we're looking at today that, uh, that Betty just read for us, it shows what Paul prayed for some Christians in a place called Ephesus. And it all starts off with Paul giving thanks uh, to God. Now this is the start of being thankful for each other. It's giving thanks to God. Now we'll see what it is that Paul gives thanks for, uh, gives thanks for there. In verse 15, now just have a look at it there. Verse 15 of chapter 1, Paul writes this. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all of God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. So here it is. Here's why Paul is thankful for these Christians that he was writing to. He gives thanks to God because of their love for Jesus and their love for people. Now, this is, this is a real big thing, right, for them. This is a real big thing. Because you see, these Christians that Paul was writing to, they were amongst some crazy stuff going on. And they lived in a time and place where people were giving Christians terrible grief for following Jesus. And they faced being thrown into the clink and getting beaten up each day just for saying that they trusted in Jesus. But yet, as Paul says, they love Jesus and their love for him shows by loving people. And do you notice the way that Paul responds there? Do you notice Paul's first reaction? What does he do? He doesn't organise a, a bunch of flowers to be sent, you know, kind of via the Camel Express. Now, he doesn't send a Hallmark card attached to a carrier pigeon. The first thing that Paul does is that he gives thanks to God. He prays. Seems such a, a simple first step of being thankful for each other, doesn't it? Give thanks to God for them. Pray for them. Give thanks that others here love Jesus, that others here love people. Now, sure, we don't have the same stuff uh, going on uh, that was going on in Ephesus uh, here in Evans, 
And we don't face being thrown into prison or being beaten up or even face death for what we believe. And we can praise God for that. That we can give thanks that even in some really, really tough and, and some difficult times and some difficult situations, despite all of that, there are people here in our church family that love Jesus and that love God's people. It's a great way of being thankful for each other, isn't it? Giving thanks to God. Seems so simple, doesn't it? It seems so simple, but if you're anything like me, when I'm thankful for someone, praying for them, really? Well, that's probably not the first thing that I think of. Sure, that might come later down the track, at at some point in time, maybe, if I remember. But usually my first reaction when I'm thankful for someone is, well, what can I get them? What can I buy to pay back the love that they've shown to me? That's something that Jasmine and I have been uh, challenged about recently. Uh, as you probably know, Jasmine's been quite sick uh, with being pregnant. And over the last month and a bit that we've, we've been here, we've experienced your love for Jesus and your love for us firsthand. And we've had people help us set up their house. We've had people drop in and give us meals. We've had people... Just ask us here on Sunday how we're going, settling in, how Jasmine's going, how I'm going at school. Uh, there are people at school there who have got their eye on me. They've got my back kind of thing. We've had people come and look after Evelyn for a while so that she doesn't terrorise our place. Uh, all of you have welcomed us so well and so we're very thankful. And you see, Jasmine and I have, have talked about that, how thankful we are for you guys. And I reckon every time we've talked about, about it, my first reaction is, Man, I'm going to have to get a lot of bottles of cheap wine, I think, aren't I? I'm going to have to find out what every one kind of wine people drink. Maybe they don't drink wine. I have to go to IGA and get something in something else. That's my first reaction. You see, when I scratch a bit deeper here, perhaps the bigger issue going on is that I've taken on board this worldly idea that nothing, nothing is free in life. There's no such thing as a free gift, you know? And so my first reaction is, what can I do for them? What can I get them? How can I pay them back to show the love they've shown to me? What's your first reaction for someone you're thankful for? And maybe you're on the other end of the spectrum of that. Maybe you, you, you don't even think much of being thankful to others. You might even just kind of utter a little thanks to someone. And so maybe you're really hard to impress. Maybe you find it hard to be thankful for anything, let alone anyone. Well, whatever end of the spectrum we're at, let's make sure our first reaction to being thankful for each other is thanking God for each other, that it's praying. You know, for sure, let's, let's be generous to each other. Let's be kind and courteous and give good gifts and time and nice things for each other because that's all part of loving each other. But let's make sure that the first thing that we think to do is to pray. That's to give thanks to God for the way others love Jesus and the way others love people. So if that's the first part of how we can be thankful for each other, that it's giving thanks to God, what we find next is that being thankful for each other also involves asking God for some great things for each other. It's about asking God for some great things. And that's what Paul does for these Christians, he writes to. He asks God some great things for them. Now, I I found some things that kids ask God for in their prayers. 
uh, have a listen and think whether or not uh, these might be the kind of things that we should uh, ask God for others. So have a listen to this one. Uh, This is from Sarah, and she prays, Dear God, could you please change the taste of asparagus? It's gross. Love, Sarah. Uh, Dear God, (laughs) could you make me to be just like Daddy when I get big, but just not with so much hair all over? Love from Sam. Uh, Dear God, could you please put another holiday between Christmas and Easter? Because there's nothing good in there now. Love from Ginny. Dear God, could you please make me into a ninja so that I can sneak up on others and they won't see me? Love from Jacob. Here's a good one for parents. Dear God, Mummy says all babies cry, but I don't think baby Jesus did. Could you write back with the answer, we have a bet. Love, Angelina. (laughs) Great parenting 101 right there, isn't it? Have a bet with your child. Uh, Dear God, could you let me live 900 years old like the guy in the Bible? Love, Chris. And this is my favourite, I reckon. Dear God, would you make for me a little brother? I want somebody to boss around. (laughs) Amen. It's a pretty good thing, isn't it, Sam? Uh, Now, they're pretty uh, funny things that that kids ask God for, aren't they? Uh, But I wonder how close they are to what we should ask God for each other. So let's take a look. Jump down to verse 17 to see what it is Paul asks God for. Verse 17. This is what Paul asks for others. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Now we've got to understand here what Paul's actually asking God for these Christians that he writes to uh, because he's not praying that they'd have a different version of the Holy Spirit, you know, a different one that they received when they first became Christians. Uh, he's not praying for you know, Holy Spirit version 2.0 kind of thing. Paul prays that the Holy Spirit they already have, that he would grow their understanding of who God is more and more and more that the Holy Spirit would reveal all that God has done for them more and more and more. You see, the Holy Spirit, right, he's like this massive spotlight that illuminates more of God to us. And so when we get into the Bible, when we get into God's Word, the Spirit shines brighter and brighter and brighter. And you see, the Spirit, he brings to light for us God the Father of what he's like and of what he's done. And the Spirit... He brings to light for us God the Son, Jesus, and what He's like and all that He's done. And so Paul asks that the Holy Spirit for these Christians in Ephesus would shine brighter and brighter and brighter towards God so that they have a greater picture of God, so they have a greater understanding of who He is. It's a great thing, isn't it, that Paul asks for these Christians, that the Spirit would bring to light for them more and more and more of what God's like, that the Spirit would bring to light for them more and more of all that God has done. That the Spirit would help them more and more and more to know God. It's a great thing Paul asks God for others, isn't it? And it's a great thing that you and I can ask for each other. To ask God that the Spirit would reveal more and more and more of God to us so that we'd know Him better. I don't think any of us would, would really complain about that. Uh, in fact, I think we'd, we'd all really want that, wouldn't we? Uh, We'd love to know more and more and more of what God is like and all he's done. We'd love to have this bigger understanding, a bigger picture of God. 
I think it would really take a brave person to say that they've got God covered, that they've got him figured out. In fact, I think there were once three guys who thought they had God figured out. Uh, you can read about them in the book of Job and see how that went down. Uh, from what I remember, I don't think it went down all that well. Uh, there's just so much we can learn about God, isn't there? Of who he is, of all that he's done. And so that's a great thing we can ask for each other, isn't it? That we know God more. That the Spirit living in us, that we received when we became Christians, would shine bright on God more and more and more. That's a great thing to ask God for each other. But here's a really great thing. Here's the deal breaker. Here's the clincher. Here's how praying for each other really is being thankful for each other. It's all got to do with what Paul prays there in verse 18. Verse 18 of chapter 1. It says there, I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparably great power for us who believe. Praying for each other. It's, it's being thankful for each other really, isn't it? Because one of the big things that we can pray is that our hearts would be completely opened to the great things that Jesus has won for us. That our hearts would be completely enlightened, open to all that Jesus has secured for us. Now we've been praying um, a lot for someone's heart this week, haven't we? Uh, praying that Mark's heart uh, would, would get better with a medical treatment that, that the doctors are giving him. And we can give thanks to God that the surgery that he's had uh, went well and Mark's making a great recovery. And we can praise God that uh, this info that the, the doctors got about Mark's heart was picked up and, and they, that he was able to have surgery so soon. And that's something that we can be very thankful for and we can comp- uh, keep praying that that surgery that Mark has had for his heart uh, will continue to make it stronger. But here's the thing, we can pray each, for each other, uh, for each of our hearts. We can be praying, uh, not so much in a physical sense, but in a spiritual sense for our hearts. We can pray that each of our hearts would be totally open to Jesus and all he has won for us. We can pray that each of our hearts would beat strong for the hope that Jesus has called us to in bringing us out of death into new life. And praying that each of our hearts would beat strong for the inheritance that Jesus has secured for us. Pray that each of our hearts would beat strong for the, the great, incredible power found in Jesus, the power that he has over sin and over death, the power that he has over every rule and every authority. We can pray that the heartbeat of each other's lives, boom, 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 would be strong for Jesus. We can pray that our hearts wouldn't flatline for Jesus. Because, you see, it's all because of Jesus' power that we're alive. Uh, It's all because of the blood of Jesus Christ. It's all because of Jesus' death and all because of Jesus' resurrection that we actually have the privilege of thanking God, of talking to him and thanking him for each other. We were once his enemy, but now we're seated at his table. Do you see how praying for each other, is this such a great way that we can be thankful for each other? It's praying that each other's hearts would be open to the things that we share together in, in Jesus, the hope that Jesus has called us to in being taken out of death into life, the great inheritance that comes through Jesus, the unbelievable power of Jesus 
that we share in all of that together. And we can keep praying for each other for that. And we can keep praying that others in our community, that their hearts would beat for Jesus. And we can love Jesus and love people in our community and pray for them that they might have a heart for Jesus as well. And so we can think and we can say to each other, man, I'm thankful for them. Man, I'm going to pray that their heart is open to all this stuff that we have together in Jesus. It's such a great privilege that I enjoy all this stuff with them. And so I'm thankful for that. And so I'm going to pray for them. It's a fantastic way that we can be thankful for each other, isn't it? To give thanks to God for each other. For the way that others here love Jesus and love people. And to ask God for each other. That the Spirit would enable us to know God more. That our hearts would be open to Jesus and all that he's won for us. And really in all of that, we've got to let others know that we're thankful for them. And that we're praying for them. Now, the Apostle Paul doesn't keep it a secret, so why should we? Let others know how thankful you are for them and that you're praying for them. Such a great thing, isn't it? Now, perhaps it's almost too simple. Praying for each other. Giving thanks to God. Asking God some great things for each other. Thanks. Ask. Maybe an easy way for us to remember might be Ta, T, thanks, ask, A, ta. Uh, at the moment, Jasmine and I are, are teaching Evelyn, or we're trying to teach Evelyn uh, to have good manners uh, when she receives things, when we give her things. We ask her to say, you know, say the magic words, uh, say please, say thank you, and we you know, say ta, um, to say thank you, to say ta. And that's what we can do for each other, say ta. Uh, what a great reminder that we've had from God's word this morning about what it looks like to say thanks uh, for each other, to say ta for each other, the thanks to God uh, for each other and that people here love Jesus and love others and a great reminder to ask God for each other that the Spirit would enable us to know God more and more and more and to ask that our hearts would be open to Jesus and all that he's won for us. And you know what? I thought... Talking about prayer, we're praying for each other. Uh, what better place to start than right here and what better time to start than right now. So I'd like to have a couple of minutes to have a look around the room, pick a couple of people that you can pray for. Um, if they're going through a tough time, pray for them. Uh, if they're going through a good time, pray for them. Uh, if they're in your small group, pray for them. Family members, pray for them. Spend a couple of minutes praying through those things that we've just heard from God's word. And I'll come and close us off. So let's spend time praying. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do give you great thanks uh, for who you are. I thank you that uh, you've given us each other. I thank you for your grace to us in Jesus. And so, Father, we ask that we would give thanks to you for each other, um, for the ways that we're encouraged by others here to love Jesus and to love people. And Father, uh, we ask that your spirit would be working in each of us, uh, showing us and revealing to us more of you. And Father, uh, we pray this so that we would live for your son Jesus and to be thankful to you for him. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.